Stay tuned. Eastside Radio, 89.7 FM. Welcome back to Breaking Waves with your hosts, Alex Healy and Arabella Alamy. We are replacing John and Riley for the next three weeks. It is good to be back. In this episode, we will be exploring the law of attraction, manifestation and true crime cases and social media sleuths. Now, before diving into the hot topics, how have you been during lockdown? You've moved, haven't you? I sure have. I've been good. Moving is pretty hectic. Why? What's happened? Um, just oh, well, I mean, it's hectic in general. But, yeah, yeah, it is, and I'm living with two housemates now. Oh yeah. And the removalists on the day that they were meant to take their things from their old apartments mm. cancelled. <gasps> like no. on the hour because they got no. apparently pulled over by the police. So I assume they were coming from out of area, lockdown area locations. Oh no way! So it meant that we all had to do each other's moves. How did you move everything? Do you, you don't have a big enough car, do you? Well, one of them had a van, so we oh had to do like gosh. 20 trips to each place. Oh my gosh. And I'm also in the process of discovering maybe one of my housemates. I'm not going to say he's a hoarder, but he collects a lot of <laughs> interesting, dusty, cobwebby items. Like what? Um, oh, Like a bread box that takes up half of the kitchen counter. <laughs> really? <laughs> that has like black potatoes in it and spiders. <laughs> What? No. So, yeah. Oh gosh. No way. So it's been interesting. Well, now you're settling in at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That's Hopefully neat. that you guys get along and you know nothing. Yeah, else just once the garbage is out. And my cat is really happy because he's in um, a street with lots of other cats. So I'm living in the street behind where the block in Redfern used to be. What? What's the like? The show? <laughs> what's the block? Oh no, not the show. So. In 2008, they the government got rid of these social housing buildings that was mm. a centre of a lot of Aboriginal um, culture and activity. Okay. So when the people had to leave those buildings, all the cats that were living in those buildings had nowhere to go. So they just started living in the streets surrounding the area. Oh, really? So that was okay. probably 2008. So now on my street, there are so many like homeless cats essentially, but it's such a nice neighbourhood. Everyone feeds and look after looks after all the cats but they're almost like gargoyles they sit on top of all the cars <laughs> and they line up the street oh, so that's now actually my, so cute yes. they're like they're like get off my car don't scratch it <laughs> yeah no they own the streets it's bad so now my cat's in a little gang oh <laughs> he's really happy he's it's like the happiest gang. now <laughs> that's so cute and how have you been alex yeah i've been good thanks um i've been spending a lot of time um on picnics because you know, it's really the only going out thing we can do. Yeah. I was spending like the majority of the time at the office in Manly. What, you're in an office building? No, <laughs> no. The office in um was a name given to East Esplanade Park in Manly. It's from Wolf Bar oh, to yeah. like yeah, in on the grass area, and. It, oh my gosh, it's been packed. It has been packed Saturday, especially Friday and Saturday nights. And I was there the other night. And despite having to be in groups of five, people still end up mingling. Like I was watching two groups that knew each other just play musical chairs until the cops arrived. <laughs> they were like checking turns and like sitting with each other. And it was like, it's like a loophole. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's smart. But like, Damn Not you! Good. Like that's are they spreading. wearing masks at the office? No, office. No one's wearing masks. Yeah, no, I, no, um, no one. I don't. 
I don't even know if you have to. Like, if you did, then I had no idea. No one was wearing masks. So we're walking around. Uh, so were police questioning anyone? Well, they, because there are so many people, they did at the beginning go around two groups of five because I was there like the first night so you've when been we had freedom. Yeah. yeah, I've been double vaxxed, but my mate um, hasn't and I hadn't seen her in so long and our group wanted to meet. So we told her to wear active wear and say she's going on a run. So she sat with us for a bit. Um, and then the cops came over and like, because you're in a group of five, we need to see your vaccination certificate. She stands up and she's like, so honest as a person. She's like, oh, I've only had one vaccine. Mm. And then I was like, she's on a run. Yeah, she, and then the cops were like, squats. okay. Like, that was so nice. I didn't even say, they didn't even like, fine. I was like, Stacey, that's $5,000. So Lucky. that's fine. She, they were so nice. Thank gosh. Anyway. Well, soon, hopefully everyone's double vaxxed and that won't be an issue. I know, literally. Well, we're going to go on to our first song, That's What I Want by Lil Nas X. Need a boy, you can cuddle with me all night. Give me one, let me long, be my sunlight. Tell me lies, we can argue, we can fight. Yeah, we did it before, but we'll do it tonight. Yeah, that fro black boy with the gold teeth. Your dark skin looking at me like you know me. I wonder if you got the G or the B. Let me find out and see you coming over to me. Covered it this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like your nails at the moment. I can't stop staring at them. Oh, thank you. They're too long for me though. Like typing is so annoying and doing work, but I'm obsessed with but your hair. I haven't seen your hair straight in like ever. Yeah. Have you I, I love it. it. Thank I you. I love it. So we're going to dive now into the law of attraction and manifestation. Mm. 
I was really happy when Alex suggested this topic. I'm really into manifesting and I'm quite manic and stressy naturally. So implementing like mindfulness and manifestation, it was great for me. But let's start with some facts. Can you define what the law of attraction is, Alex? Yeah, definitely. So to give you a bit of background, there are 12 universal laws that are thought to be intrinsic, unchanging laws of our universe that ancient cultures have always instinctively known. So the law of of attraction is one of them. Very few people are fully aware of how much of an impact the law of attraction has on their day-to-day lives. Like simply put, the law of attraction is the ability to attract into our lives whatever we are focusing on. Everything that's coming into your life, you are attracting. It's attracted to you by virtue of the images you're holding in your mind. It's what you're thinking. Whatever is going on in your mind, you're attracting to you. Yes, I am so down with this. Mm-hmm. Like thoughts really become our reality. And I like to think of it like when we focus on the present, we're in the flow, which sounds mm. like an airy fairy phase. But once you know it, you know it. And it's kind of like when you're on the right path and you're making good decisions, you get signs, like mm. you're going the right way and then you keep moving forward. Yeah, exactly. And you know, whether you're doing it knowingly or unknowingly, every second of our existence we are acting as like human magnets sending out our thoughts and emotions and attracting back more of what we have put out like Mm. your life is a physical manifestation of the thoughts that go on in your head I mean that may sound bs or silly Mm. to some but I'm not talking to you from like imaginary craziness i'm talking to you from a deeper basic understanding you know quantum physics really begins to point to this discovery it says that you can't have a universe without the mind entering into it that the mind is actually shaping the very thing that is being perceived yeah i love that and well energy exists and that's a scientific fact energy is everything and it crosses over to like spiritual thought too Mm. and some people can be skeptical Um, of these kind of concepts, even like the use of crystals. Mm. I've never really understood crystals. Yeah. But I'm not against it. And I'm like, I'd be, I'd want to learn. Yeah. And like scientifically, can it be proven? Probably not. But historically, crystals have been used in like alternate medicines and rituals um, because of the benefits that the minerals hold. Mm. Like they can be used to purify water and different crystals can be used for different like purposes so like they say like rose quartz is better for like love and sunstone for um like motivation and energy interesting yeah but then you see like they sell water bottles that have amethyst in them for like a hundred dollars what's that it's like the purpley type of crystal really and then you think like this will heal you take it (laughs) and it kind of takes away from the spiritual side but they are very cute Mm. and i do want one as well but <laughs> they sell them just up the road. Wait, really? Someone's making a lot of money. <laughs> it puts cordial in. Keep it like the natural like vibe of it and make them cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I think it's interesting. And I think, you know, energy is everything. Energy is all around us. And, you know, the law of attraction is always working. Yeah, and our minds, and that's the thing, our minds are very powerful. Mm. And it can really help with meditating So even if you are holding a crystal that's smooth and pointy and you could think, oh, it's a placebo, but if you're using that in a space that that's making you feel calm and you're able to be present, Mm. reassess your goals, reflect on what you're doing, Mm. isn't it better than holding a glass of wine and like a ciggy? And for everyone (laughs) listening, crystals doesn't have to do with the law of attraction and manifestation. It's just something that you could use to um, 
as a way of attracting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like what you have to have crystals, but it's similar yeah. with like scents. Like lavender can help you relax. Yeah, they so do say that. If you kind of like incorporate all those things, maybe it's good. True. <laughs> well, the law of attraction is like it's always working, whether you believe it or not, or understand Crown. it or not. It's it's working as much as you're thinking. Anytime your thoughts are flowing, the law of attraction yeah. is operational. We're always manifesting, even if you think you're not. We're all manifestors. Exactly. <laughs> and, and in a few seconds, I'm going to give provide a few steps as to cool. Yeah, how well, you can do that. That sounds good. Well. I've watched The Secret and I am kind of obsessed. Yeah. It's a book and documentary on Netflix published in 2006 by author Rhonda Bynes and it, you know, unravels the law of attraction in depth and how to manifest anything you want into your life. And The Secret has actually attracted interest from media figures such as Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres and Larry King. Yeah, it's a classic. Mm. And do you know who else is really into the law of attraction? Who? Jim Carrey. Really? Oh, I actually <laughs> we all know love who him. Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like this quote because when he that he always refers to when he started acting, he was hmm. like living in Canada. There's like with his father, and they weren't didn't have much money. I think they were living in a car. Mm. And I think the story is that he would visualize every night, like sleeping in this car, um, how the actors and directors would react when he's done his like first film and like they're talking about how much they've enjoyed his work this is before he made a film mm. and then he wrote himself a check for 10 million dollars at like 28 before he'd made a film and gave himself five years to cash it in oh no way and no then, way. don't yeah and kept it in real. his pocket till um like 1995 when he got 10 million dollars no. for his part in dumb and dumber oh my gosh i love hearing things like that i know and he said one of his things I looked up, quotes that he said was, life opens up opportunities to you. You either take them or you stay afraid of taking them. But he also said, you can't just visualise, um, then go eat a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> See, and listen, I'm going to now tell you how you can manifest anything you want in life. And um, I'm going to summarise an article called How to Manifest Anything You Want or Desire. And it's from the Oprah Daily, which is Oprah Winfrey's little, little um, article. So essentially, manifestation is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief, like if you think it and it will come. However, there is more to manifestation than willpower and positive thinking. You actually need to take action. You can't just, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, and then you're going to get it. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. So the, the following steps I'm going to share with you is how you can do this. So first, you need to know what you want, you know. Make your intentions as specific as possible. The, the more clear and concise, the better. You know, instead of, for example, saying, I want to meet my soul, my soulmate, develop a detailed picture of what that person would look like, the qualities, characteristics, values, etc. And like, secondly, once you've pinpointed exactly what your hopes, dreams and goals are, you need to <laughs> well, ask the universe what you want. You know, this can be done in a variety of ways, like writing it down, visualization, like writing it down like Jim Carrey did, just write yourself mm. a check. Visualization, speaking your intentions out loud, a vision board, which is what I have, or a vision box, which is a container full of pictures of items you want to manifest. But you need to say exactly what you want. And remember, you need to be specific with it. Don't just write, I want to be rich. Instead, 
write down how much money you want to see in your bank by a specific date. And what you need to do to get that. Exactly. And how it will make you feel. And the third is to start working towards what you are manifesting. You will not see results without action. Set aside a bit of time to think about what steps you can take to reach your goal yourself, then build them into your routine. For example, if you want to make a major career change, start networking with people in your new, in your new field and practice for a job interview. Then you need to be mindful and grateful for what you receive. Gratitude. Yeah, I feel that's a big one. Gratitude, I would think, is is the biggest part of manifestation. Um, great, you know, gratitude is the emotional signature of receiving. You know, by remaining in this state of receiving, you are matching your frequency mm. with already having what you desire. And sometimes we can get stuck on thinking about what we don't have and focusing on that. Exactly, I think. But when we kind of like give homage to what we actually do have that's when I think the universe smiles and is like okay I'll give you something else now (laughs) I know and we're gonna talk more about um gratitude next week because it's so big but while you may not get everything you envision in you know in the time frame that you want you should acknowledge what you did get like no matter the size and to do this like consider creating a gratitude journal spend some time writing down a few things for which you're grateful for that day Mm. and Next one is, in addition to changing your mindset and behavior, you need to remove any obstacle or limiting belief, which may cloud your vision, including fear and and negative self-talk that is so big. You can't say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this by this date and then say, oh, I'm so weak or, oh, I'm never going to get that job. It's like, wow, you, you just messed that all up and you need to be flexible and trust the process. Yes. Trust the process. That's big. This is great. And if you missed anything, um, or if you're into the documentary Alex was talking about, it's called The Secret by Rhonda Burns. And the article Alex was referring to is from the Oprah Daily called How to Manifest Anything You Want or Desire. Now on to our second song. It's Gooey Rework by Glass Animals and Chester Watson. I've been gazing at the stars for a minute I never could connect the constellations But I really like the way they all kind of shimmer City light pollution symptom for the falls Now I'm waiting And black hole strips space walls Then the matrix leaves me an enigma Food for thought, I'm the top chef <coughs> Out of the box, lost profit Speak to the cosmos before thoughts process
I cannot wait to go home tonight and watch Wu-Tang. It is such a good series. I'm so obsessed. It's on Stan and it's about a rapids group in New York. Yeah. It was so good. They were huge. Yeah, literally. What are you watching at the moment? So I'm currently watching Only Murders in the Building. I never heard of it. Yeah, it has Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez as the main cast. So it's interesting mm. casting having two like comedic legends with like a Disney pop star, yeah. but it's great. Um, so it's about three strangers who live in an iconic New York apartment building mm-hmm. and they all share an obsession with a true crime podcast. Really? And after a murder in their building, the three neighbours decide to start their own oh. podcast investigating oh. the murder. Okay, that actually sounds really good. Wait, where can I watch that? Netflix? Yeah, that's on Binge. Binge? Oh, I don't have Binge. I've got to get it. That sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, no, I lie. It's Disney. Disney. Oh, I don't have Disney either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Disney. (laughs) Only Murders in the Building is on Disney. Yeah. And it made me think, watching it, how we have such a fascination with um, true crime stories. Oh, my God. That's my mom. She's obsessed with murder mysteries, especially. It's literally like every night there's a British murder mystery on, like Father Brown or whatever. Oh, they're and classics. I know. And her mom was like, we should get Britbox. Like, I can see her just binging it. Not that she, like, really watches TV, but she's got me hooked. I'm so mm. addicted to murder mysteries now. Yeah, and even the podcasts. They've taken the world by storm. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard of a true crime podcast. Is it like... After the serial and... It's like when... Is it when the crime's happening, they're talking through it? Or is it like after it's happened and they're talking through how how it occurred? Yeah, and there's a lot now where there have been investigations going on at the time and then people in the public or on the internet have been helping the police solve the cases, like in real time. Oh, really? Wait, like when? What? So there's a doco series on Netflix called Don't F With Cats... Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. That was so popular. I've never seen it, though. Yeah, it's really, like, wild how it occurred. So, in 2010, a video went viral, and it was an awful video that was uploaded to, like, a shock website. It's a thing where people put disgusting videos. And it was a video of, like, someone killing kittens. So, people that had seen it were so... Yeah, so I said to, like, go past that quickly because it's so bad. But um, people that had seen it had started a Facebook group. And mm-hmm. they want just, like, random people around the world that saw it and were horrified. And they wanted to, like, build evidence mm-hmm. um, for the case and, like, try and work out who did it. So through analysing the video and, like, mm-hmm. objects in the room, a series of events happening after that, they found the killer. And it was oh, really interesting no way. like, how they worked things out. So, for no example, way. without giving it away, one thing in the room was the PowerPoint. And through looking at the PowerPoint, they're like, okay, that's from Canada. So he must be in Canada. Oh, my goodness. And then a couple of years later, there was another murder, which was of a person. And they could connect that it was him. And, yeah, this, like, Facebook group of, like, internet sleuths alongside the police solved the case. And it's kind of what's happening now with the social media um, influencer, Gabby Petito. I've not heard of her. I probably recognise her face. Let me look her up. Yeah. So this is something that's going on like right now and she's gone missing with her boyfriend on a road trip. Oh my gosh, really? Wait, what's what, what's happening? Do you know enough about the case to talk about it? Well, enough that a lot of people, because she's been on like TikTok, a lot of people um, are aware of her, know what she looks like, know that she's gone missing. So mm. people that are um, have uploaded videos 
like in that area because let's say they knew where they were at a specific time they're mm. like um screen grabbing youtube videos and trying to see if they can see her in the background and like pretty much like mm. people in social media are really a part of putting together clues on where she is and what's happening gosh wait when did this happen it's happening it like of- now but oh like my. yeah i think <gasps> arabella <laughs> That's awkward. She died five days ago. Mm, oh been my found. god! Oh gosh! And the boyfriend's still missing. I'm just reading this now. Oh my gosh! That's awkward. And her fans apparently grew exponentially since her death, from like thousands to millions. Wait, what? She was filming her van life experience before she died, and social media users are actually doing their own investigation, using her roots as an indication of when the photo was taken. Like they're surmising her boyfriend was posting old photos pretending she was still alive imagine imagine wow that's, that's intense scary. and see the fans would have helped kind of connect evidence to see that she was alive or mm. wasn't but i wonder if there were so many followers that that can help with like add to misinformation mm. when you've True. got that many people, people social media can also get in the way what is interesting to me is that this happened a week ago and this is like top of the news but so many people go missing like so many people like and, and yeah cases wouldn't be yeah and because she has half, half half a billion half a billion views on Being tiktok social media influencer yeah there's more yeah. attention it's quite sad it's like and if you're not famous it kind of just doesn't really matter turn a blind eye yeah and it's a similar to the documentary don't f with cats how social media people on Facebook were so involved in solving that case and like in 2010 there was the video that went viral about the cats but then two years later that same man killed a real person with us two years later yeah and they could still connect similarities in the videos and in the second video he referenced it as um one lunatic and an ice pick and there were references to the film basic instinct and in the first video that went viral there were references to basic instinct a poster in his room gosh these are such uncomfortable stories and there's such an element of voyeurism in them which i think adds to how it makes us feel and we've got to remember these are real people yeah i'm definitely going to go back to watching father brown (laughs) (laughs) and see why well thank you for joining us on 89.7 eastside fm for another episode of breaking waves with myself alex healy and arabella alamy and we'll be back next week we'll be interviewing the amazing rosita who is a tourette syndrome researcher and we are so excited yes you can follow me on instagram alexandra.healy h-e-l-y and we'll see you next week thank you thank bye You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.